0: Welcome to BODCAST, the Business of Dentistry podcast, brought to you by Practice Plan. BODCAST delivers the best business advice,
1: real-life stories, and practical hints and tips to make your practice a more profitable and sustainable business. And now, here's your host. Welcome to today's podcast. I'm Nicola Gresti, one of the new area managers at Practice Plan and I'm joined today by my good friend and long-term industry colleague Lisa Bainham from the old surgery dental practice. Lisa, do you want to introduce yourself?
0: Yeah, um, hi I'm Lisa. Um, yes, I don't think we should remember how many years we've been friends Nick because <laughs> <laughs> it makes us sound old. Yeah, so I, I've Run a couple of practices in crew in Cheshire. Um, done that for about twenty four years now. So, um I'm also President of Adam, the Practice Managers Association. Um, so yeah, it's 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 quite a quite a long career trying to manage patients and teams.
1: Definitely. <laughs> definitely.. Well, today, I wanted to talk to you and get your thoughts and views on a subject that we don't often sort of touch on because it's always one of those that, it's not really one of the nice areas of practice when you're trying to fill missed appointments and going mad because patients are wanting to get in, can't get in. And then you have patients that just don't turn up for appointments. So how often are practices seeing cancellations and has this changed during the last 18 months, you know, with the pandemic? Um Yeah, it
0: definitely has. I mean, you know, the last sort of years figures are all a little bit, they're not comparable with, you know, the years before. Um, But there is a definite um, increase for the practices that are now so, so, so busy. So they're perhaps not doing some of the, the short notice lists or the short notice cancellations and then perhaps not doing the ring you know ringing up to do the courtesy calls so they have found though the practices I work with I recommend about doing the courtesy calls um because if you work out how much that could cost you even if you employed somebody just to do that for a few hours a day it'd be worth worth that cost you know compared to the loss so yeah it's come up patients have been um sometimes not being able to attend because of obviously Covid um and sometimes that's quite late so doing your could calls two days before is a so good ping- well yeah
1: when people are pinged at the moment the pingdemic they're calling it aren't they that yeah. when people are pinged they have to cancel straight away and as a practice you can't do anything about that obviously we don't want them coming in if there's any
0: query over um the safety but you're kind of in a bit of a tricky situation if you do a courtesy call or a confirmation call two days before you know they could get some pinged in the meantime if you if you don't then you've got the risk of them not turning up anyway so it's a little bit of a spinning plate situation I prefer to be in control so I prefer my teams to do a courtesy call and I say courtesy call because people yeah. get fed up if they think that you're actually you know oh I'm ringing to remind you you've got an appointment so yeah. courtesy calls are oh we know how, how busy everybody is which is why we're just giving you a courtesy call to check you're still okay I wouldn't ask the question I would make it a statement because you don't want to give them an opportunity to go oh well do you know what it's not that convenient because yeah. they yeah. have got more work to to try and then um, fill it again um I mean I think most of our cancellation lists are busting at the seams at the moment so the the lower percentage I'd say that probably the average of cancellations or missed appointments is probably it'll range between five five to eight percent in most practices yeah
1: yeah definitely and how much do these missed appointments cost the practice? Because this is an area where I don't think many people actually run audits that regularly and look at actually how much is this costing the practice in these appointments where dentists are just sat in the surgery and they're not seeing anyone?
0: Yeah, this is this is the thing. Um, you know. In an average practice, I would say you're looking at probably in the range of about £150 an hour. Um that it costs us to run run the practice um that doesn't include wages you in an average practice you'll be anything between 200 to 300 pounds an hour for salaries so nurses and hygienists if they're employed um so yeah for example you know for us our our hourly running costs are around 148 pounds based on um probably seven seven chairs being full all the time it as you go up you know if you've got you know eight eight chairs then it goes down to about 130 because there's some variables that aren't variable <laughs> you've yes, got set costs so okay. you know i mean i mean that's in a large practice so if you consider a smaller practice you know a lot of the overheads are still the same so you know you you if you had an hour's time wasted you could be looking at anything up to 200 pounds Um, an hour and patients don't really realise this and people don't like talking about it because it makes it can come across a bit bit grabby and we all try and do our best with customer service and the last thing we want to do is upset any patients yeah but at the end of the day them costs are still there them nurses will still be paid the electric, the rent, everything else is still going to be paid. So you have to, it it has to come down to a business decision to implement what systems are in place to reduce that five to eight percent as much as you can. Now, that can actually mean, you know, right from the start, making sure that you've got a patient agreement, any new patient comes to us, it's almost like a, this is what we'll do for you. And this is what we expect of you. It's kind of a courtesy system but yeah, yeah. if you charge for missed appointments you have to let them know right from the start that you will charge for missed appointments and as long as they've got that agreement then you stand by it um you and
1: i know that practices lisa don't because in in my history working with lots of practices over the years i find that they a lot of practices have a cancellation policy and it's often visible as a notice in the waiting room mm. and yet none of them like actually stick to it and i always say if you stick to it from the very start it works for you and you're not creating a barrier you're no. just creating a, a connection between you and the patient it's like an agreement that you've entered into that you'll give them the courtesy if you need to cancel or you know and speak to them but they should do the same back and yeah. I don't know why people think it's such an alien thing to do and are scared of it. I think
0: they find it, it almost a bit dirty oh it's dirty or oh, we're charging a missed appointment fine you know and it's all about how you word it you know For me, mine comes from a, this is how we have a respectful, good relationship, as you said, you know. And it's, you know, my TCO would do that from the very, very start. Um, You're kind of setting it on the table. And then, one, they'll either not do it. Or two, um, if they do get a charge, then they think, well, that's my own, you know, it's my own fault anyway. And I don't mean being unreasonable. Sometimes we have to flex a little bit. But yeah. at the end of the day, if you've got patients that aren't turning up and costing you money, they aren't the patients that you really want in the practice.
1: So exactly.
0: And I would, I have, and will terminate relationships if they are bad attenders. Yeah. Um, and again, it's just a frank conversation. You know, if this keeps happening, we are not going to be able to treat you and care for you anymore because we still have to pay.
1: Yeah. So how how can practices minimise costs of this you know the missed appointments and the late cancellations i mean i know like you say there's some extreme circumstances where at the moment there's the the ping-demic as i, as I call it <laughs> You could know, be pinged there and then on the day and to keep you all safe they have to cancel last minute but obviously yeah. there must be things that we can help the practices with and put into practice that minimizes this what yeah. sort of tools do you recommend
0: um there's various things as, as, as i mentioned before doing the courtesy calls you know it's not false economy um paying somebody to even have that sole job making sure that you know you're getting the right bums on seats as much as possible per surgery per hour um it needs to be done sensitively you also need to be you know perhaps doing text reminders you also need to um have a very very good short notice list um we use a system sometimes the girls Will ring um, a patient off the cancellation list who have been trying to get in and maybe has an appointment in the diary, but wanted to have it done sooner. You know what it's what we will call our priority list. So we will say to patients, you know, okay. And especially at the moment, we're booking so far ahead. Now, as you know, when you start booking anything past six to eight weeks, it goes out of people's heads. So your percentages will automatically. dnas and your fta's will go up um so having a rigid list with emails um correct mobile numbers all the correct contact details to make sure if you have a cancellation maybe at four o'clock today who are we who are we going to use to fill that now you can do it by phoning them uh emailing them whichever way you go what we use is a system where we actually have an electronic cancellation short notice list so we basically pop in that patient on that list and if um, there is a cancellation um we actually ping that cancellation to it's around about five people at a time it'll be the first five people on that list that want a 20 minute appointment with the hygienist so um We do explain to them that, you know, this this cancellation goes out to about five people. If you want it, ring us as quickly as possible because it is first come, first served. However, if you don't just ignore us and wait for the next one. Um, So that system works really, really well. Um, But even the best systems, you're going to have a slight, you know, everyone's got. A
1: failed appointment, you know, percentage. what's your view on taking deposits, Lisa? Because I know some practices insist on treatment, you know, especially like long treatment appointments, taking deposits ahead of them, you know, to ensure that people do attend. Absolutely. Um, I think Covid's helped us
0: with that one because it's part, been part of our standard operating procedures to You know, many of us have had reception closed, um, and they're not physically able to do a payment. I mean, we have had to, you know, there has been occasions where you have to take the, you know, the um, the switch machine over to the door. <laughs> um, but on the whole, every appointment of ours that's payable, that is done online by a link. Um, and it automatically, there's most switch providers provide a, ser- provide a service where you can have basically an app set on your desktop where um you plumb in a you know an email address you put in how much you want someone to pay you copy that link and you can either text it email it whatever you want to do with it Um, it goes to the patient once that's done it's pinged back and it is about during covid we've managed to do this more and more for even routine things yeah because it's become normal so that's definitely something that i won't be you know losing once once we do get back to normal because again you know It stops people from missing appointments, definitely. Um, And the way that I've justified that is to explain to patients that it has had a significant reduction in our missed appointments and wasted appointments. We want to make sure we can treat everybody that needs to be seen. We found that prepayments help us to do that. Prepayments also help keep um, the missed appointments down, therefore keep our prices down. Um, And that includes plan fees and fee per items if you have a a large percentage of missed appointments your prices are going to have to go to reflect that well exactly. if you want to, if you want
1: to survive anyway yeah um, exactly. yeah and I mean I'm thinking about that like you have just mentioned the, the two um at practice plan I know that we talk a lot about when people are paying monthly for a dental membership plan at a practice They are more likely to attend more regularly and it sort of reduces the FTA rates in a lot of practices by having these patients pay monthly because they're committed to the practice. So they commit to their appointments. Do you find that it is a lot of the pay as you go type people and like the NHS appointments that are still within practice that are the ones that that don't tend to give you notice and cancel last minute? yeah yeah absolutely
0: um the, it, it's been the case you know for us since about 2003 um it is a well-known fact that plan patients are um really good attenders you know they've paid for the two two exams and two hygienes and they're gonna get it us brits like our money's worth don't we <laughs> um,
1: yeah,
0: and the very understanding i mean you know the difference between maybe somebody missing an appointment for a 10 15 minute exam compared to someone missing an appointment for you know an hour and a half prep or okay. implant surgery or whatever it is but it's those little ones that you have to watch out for as well you know a 20 minute 20 minute exam if you had you know um three people do that a day per surgery yeah okay. is a lot it's a lot of money um and plan patients yeah that their their recall percentages are better Um, and they definitely I think it is I think it is the belonging to somewhere and knowing that if they don't come then they've missed they've missed that so yeah yeah, definitely NHS patients quite often perhaps not as respectful of the service and your time because it's almost an entitlement
1: yeah I pay my stamps so it doesn't matter what I've heard
0: that many times yeah. well it's not costing them the NHS are paying and it's like no no the business is yeah. paying and yeah,
1: this, exactly. you know I, I find
0: explaining this to patients uh, and yeah. you know it's like do you expect us to work for free well no one can no one's gonna say yeah you know um so yeah yeah definitely plan patients um I would say a lot better trained and they're patients that we're committed to and they're committed to us so yeah and they let us know if they're not going to be coming because they know how busy we are it's just about the communication with reception you know um letting patients know please if you can't make it please give us as much notice as you can um because we have patients that we're not able to see that would really appreciate that time um and it makes them feel special and honoured yeah, um, yeah so yeah it's it is just sort of the communication i don't like I don't like putting it out there as um, a missed appointment fine or charge. I think it has to be a bit fluid and it has to reflect what you need it to be. For example, you know, if 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 patients miss an appointment, if you paid £80 for a filling and you miss that appointment, um, you wouldn't we wouldn't necessarily charge you 80 pounds. But they have to know that you could. (laughs) So you can say, look, we understand, you know, um, you've not missed that many before, Nick. Um, However, we obviously have running costs. um, So what we're going to do is reduce it to X. Yeah. You know, and you sometimes meet them in the middle, but you need to keep you need to audit it definitely every 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 month. three months probably to make sure that those percentages aren't creeping up and that's really the front of house team that need to be keeping their eye on the ball with that
1: definitely because something that definitely flows into KPIs doesn't it within running a practice these days
0: yeah yeah and having this courtesy system right from the start you know giving patients the message that you know missed appointments um it's not great. You know, this is what we need. You know, we want to make sure that we are reasonable and keep our costs down to a minimum for you. However, if we have missed appointments, then we do have to review them. And um, it's a bit of a threat, but it's business, isn't it? And, yeah. so I always think, you know, and as far as the prepayments, I always think whenever I put my dog in for the groomers, I go online, put my date in, I tap away and it goes mrs bainham it's going to cost you 45 pounds for rivers session i go on to paypal it's paid. it's paid if i'm intending to go then for me that saves me as well as having to go <laughs> right? out the car force her into the groomers i haven't got to take my purse with me and drop it and all sorts so if i'm intending to go and if patients are intending to come then why would they object to prepayments
1: yeah yeah it's, it's the normal isn't it it's yeah it's in everything that we do it's not so it's not just dental surgeries that are penalizing patients to pay up front or pay for missed appointments and things but it, it's the norm I don't remember anything that I ever did or booked for any of the kids or the dog or anything you know that, that isn't prepaid so yeah no totally agree with you oh it's been lovely chatting to you again Lisa you. and then about a subject that's yeah quite close to both our hearts I think we've dealt with it for many years oh, it was, yeah
0: it won't go away
1: <laughs> just, yeah you just got to tighten all your
0: systems and get them percentages down
1: fabulous thank you thanks for talking to us you today take, take care, care.